want to come and pray. We're going to come and just tap into the Holy Ghost and pray until whenever. And uh, sounds like a good Friday night activity. Praise God. I'm excited in my spirit because all of the great things that the Lord has done in the past few months, uh, it is only going to intensify. And um, there's even greater growth ahead of us. God is drawing people by his spirit. And um, there are hungry souls that are in Bible studies, in home groups, in classes this morning that God is dealing with them strongly and the conviction of the Holy Ghost is, is getting a hold of them. And that only happens when a church prays, period. And um, praise God. John chapter 11, verse 43. I didn't give this to you, Sister Katie, sorry. John 11 and 43. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, Loose him and let him go. His face was bound with a napkin, and Jesus saith unto them, Loose him, and let him go. Praise God. You can be seated tonight. I'm not going to take a long time tonight. But um, there is couple of things that happen in this very couple of, in these short couple of verses one is we understand that Jesus alone is the giver of life Lazarus was dead and there was nothing nobody else could do about the problem until Jesus got there until Jesus came and said Lazarus come forth it is Jesus that's going to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost, not you. It is Jesus that's going to convict somebody of their sins, not you. No matter how eloquent you are or, or how convincing you are, um, how well you put it together, it is not you that's going to cause someone to be convicted of their sins. It is not you that's going to cause someone uh, to, to lift their hands and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It is Jesus and Jesus alone that will breathe life into a lifeless soul. Jesus comes and says, Lazarus, come forth, and he comes out the, uh, from the grave. 
But the Bible tells us that he was still bound in his grave clothes. He was bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin. So Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. Jesus did his part. And once he had done his part, he then looked to his disciples around him and said, okay, now it is your turn. There are lots of people, and there are a number of people even right now that God has breathed life into their spirit. He has done a work in their soul. He has done what only he can do. Then it is our turn to take the Holy Ghost that we have and begin to do the second part, which is to take off the grave clothes that are wrapped around their soul. See, the, the order of things that happened here is he, he was not, he, they, they didn't send anybody into the grave to take the clothes off of him first so he could walk out without any difficulty. But he breathed life into him. He spoke. Life comes into Lazarus, but Lazarus still has a problem. Lazarus is bound hand and foot. And his face is covered as well. He's not able to move like he should be able to move. He's not able to walk like he should be able to walk. He doesn't have the use of his hands like he should have. But it was his disciples that Jesus said, Now you go and you loose him and let him go. I believe this parallels with what Jesus told his disciples when he said, You cast out devils. You heal the sick. You go about preaching the gospel and utilizing what I have given you. And I believe that we have entered into a time in this congregation where there are more people that are going to be engaged in the things of the Spirit than ever have before in this church. Now, there have been over the years a handful of people that were intercessors, a handful of people that knew how to cast out devils, a handful of people that knew how to help somebody receive inner healing and, and walk through some of the difficulties of their past and watch God do a work. For years and years, it was, it was uh, our bishop and maybe just a couple of other people uh, but I believe we have entered into a place where the majority of the core of this church is going to grow to the place that God is going to breathe life into people and there we're going to be to help get the grave clothes off of them. Jesus is going to fill them with the Holy Ghost, but some of them are going to still be hooked on a, a prescription medication. So guess what? Somebody's got to help them get the grave clothes off of them. 
There are people that are going to be filled with the Holy Ghost, but they still have anger at their parents from their past, from the abuse that happened when they were teenagers or young children, and they're not going to have to know. They're not going to know how to deal with the emotions, and and they're going to need somebody to help walk them through forgiveness and let the Lord. Man, I feel the there they are. I feel the angels of the Lord right now. They're going to need somebody to help them get the grave clothes off of them because just because they're filled with the Holy Ghost, many of them are going to be just like Lazarus, bound hand and foot with a napkin around their face. That means they're not going to know how to see things in the spirit. They're not going to know how to hear the voice of God. They're not going to know the words to say, but you're going to, through the power of the Holy Ghost commissioned by God, you're going to help get the napkin off of their face so they can see clearly, so they can hear clearly, so they can speak and communicate and talk to you and and you can help them and they can help you help them. Bound hand and foot. And and I'm not trying to be whatever. But the reality is, is so many people come to God. And if, if somebody has a wounded spirit. From when they were six years old. And they get the Holy Ghost. Guess what they got? They've got the Holy Ghost. But they still have a wounded spirit. Now, God can heal anything. God can do a work in just a moment's time. But there are people that are going to come into the house of of, of God, and they've got all kinds of baggage. They've got all kinds of stuff following them. And they need somebody to be right there. Say, hey, let me help you with that. And, and what, I, what I have been thinking about, there have, and this is, just came to me the other day, there is such a, a strong core nucleus of men that have, that have uh, gone to just a whole nother level in, in spiritual warfare and in intercessory prayer. For years and years and years, it was just the bishop in here uh, 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 praying early in the morning and spending the hours, but I feel like uh, 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 that, that the, the seed has been sown over the years. And there is a harvest that he is going to reap because uh, of, of men that are going to take the baton. It's not going to just be one or two men, but it's going to be the it is going to be the, the face and the characterization of this entire church that that prays on a different level than we've ever prayed before, that has a hunger for the things of the spirit, that has a hunger uh, 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 for, for intercessory prayer, that that's what we want to be involved in, and that's what God's going to do through us. And God is raising up and piecing together an army of men, of men and women. That Jesus is going to breathe life into people. And where is it used to be 10, 15 years ago? Just a couple of people that knew how to help somebody. There are multiple families. There are many people in this church right now. That God's going, to fill them in the, God's going to fill some people with the Holy Ghost. And then the Lord's going to look at you and say, okay, you, go loose them and let them go. That's where, that's, where, that's where the church comes in. That through the power of the Holy Ghost, we get in their life. And we become a part of their world. And guess what? Guess what? with every little nuance of their life that they don't know how to live and they don't know how to overcome things that we would consider simple that we would consider spiritually elementary. They don't know it. They don't know it. 
They don't know how to pray yet. But you're going to loose them. And you're going to let them go. He was bound hand and foot. You're going to loose their hands so they can do the work of God. And how does this, how does this play out? That, that when you're sitting around a kitchen table or when you're going out to eat or when you're hanging out with them and spending time with them, at some point while you're spending time, they're all going to, they're, there's going to be questions that they have that they've been thinking about all week long. And they've been kind of hesitant to ask. And then all, the, all of a sudden they're going to say something like, hey, i got a question. And when somebody that's, that's just new in the Lord or maybe does not even have the Holy Ghost yet or is in that process when they say, hey, I've got a question, your ears better perk up because at that moment you're going to be the hands and feet of the Lord Jesus. And you're in that moment when you're answering those questions and you begin to minister to them, what you are in fact doing is you are loosing them and letting them go. Some of them are bound by lies in their mind that they will begin to be loosed and let go simply by hearing the answer of truth. Some people, it's going to be as simple and mechanical as teaching them how to handle their finances. Because some people don't know. They're going to need help with some things that we don't consider spiritual, but are very spiritual. Some things that we would consider mechanical. But there you're going to be with the right answer. Because you've been spending time in the presence of God. It's not going to be an answer from your intellect. It's going, to be, it's going to be the Spirit of God moving through you. And God is going to use His people to help other people in the place that they are to grow from where they are into a new place. His feet were bound. You're going to help loose their feet so they can go where God wants them to go. They've been going in the wrong direction. They've been, they've been doing the wrong things. But uh, uh, when you begin to loose them, when you get in their life, and we, we call it discipling. But Jesus, in this scenario, calls it loosing them and letting them go. So many people, they, they will receive the Holy Ghost. They will be baptized in Jesus' name. But they've lived a lifetime in sin. And it takes a process of reversing all of the lies that they've heard all of their life. They, they may know that something about their thought process is not right. But they can't quite pinpoint what the right answer is and that's why you're there to speak truth into their life and it is already this is what is so amazing is I'm, I'm talking tonight about things that are already happening right now I've had conversations with many of you and and you've been you've been talking about relationships that you have with other people and experiences you've already had with people and 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 Bible studies and in discipleship and ministering to them that God is giving you the word you're just sitting there waiting for the open door to do what to loose them and to let them go there'll be scenarios of all kinds that that people are faced with some people will not have had stability in their life don't know what it is to uh, to be faithful to God because Every area of their life, there has never been a firm foundation. 
but just you looking at somebody in the face and telling them you can you can have a job better than you have right now and you can have it for a long time and you can get raises and promotions on that job there are people that have never heard somebody with any that has had anybody to believe in them their entire life and so when somebody full of the Holy Ghost begins to speak encouraging words under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, something is going to transpire. What is, what's going to happen is they're going to be loosed and let go from the lies that Satan has told them of you're worthless, you're nothing, you can never do anything, you'll always be poor, you'll always be this, you'll always be that. And somebody's got to step into their life and begin to speak the word of the Lord to them and speak life into their spirit and begin to take those, begin to take those grave clothes off of them. Now, an uncomfortable truth about this is the only clothes Lazarus would have had on were the grave clothes. So they had to uncover, take the grave clothes off of him and have something ready to cover him with. God's going to use you to cover people. You're going to know some of their dirt because they're going to come to you and they're going to need you to help them. And guess what you're going to do? Love will cover a multitude of sins. It's not excusing sin. It's not covering it up. But you're going to be ready to exchange the grave clothes of the old lifestyle for something new. I'm going to tell you, God is going, I, I, this is the word that I have for tonight. Is God is is ready to use the body of this church? He is he is just he is so ready to use the body uh, uh, this this church body like he never has before. Well, we've got to step out and really begin to believe, and I believe we are right now. There is a transition happening in the spirit where there is ministry flowing out of each and every one of you. There are people, so many people in this room that you are so powerful in the spirit. You are so powerful in the spirit, and 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 God is going to God is going to use. That, that same power that you feel in these altars and praying and interceding in the Holy Ghost. You're going to feel that same surge of anointing, but it may not, it, well, it won't be with your voice raised, but it will be with maybe an encouraging word. That's not just, that's not just encouragement, but it is anointed of the Holy Ghost. It is a word fitly spoken that is like apples of gold and pitchers of silver according to the word of God that's going to be spoken into their life. And when God begins to speak in somebody's life, chains begin begin to fall. Grave clothes begin to come off. The clothes of the, of, the, of the lifestyle of death, the life they lived in the flesh, the life they lived that was nothing but death, those grave clothes are going to begin to come off and you're going to have something there ready to clothe them. Where they were rejected by their family, you're going to have acceptance. Where they, they never received encouragement, you're going to be the encourager. Where they never had somebody to look at them eyeball to eyeball and say, I believe in you and you're going to do great things in the kingdom of God. I know that you're struggling with some things, but we're going to get over it. God's going to help you. God's going to give you strength. The Lord's going to get you through this. Some people have never had that, but there's people in this room right now that you're going to do just like the disciples did. As soon as Jesus breathes life into them, you're going to be right there, and he's going to say, okay, now loose them and let them go. Let's lift our hands for a moment right now and just lift our voice to the Lord together. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, bless the name of Jesus. Bless the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
In the name of Jesus. This entire process of Jesus coming and training his disciples was that he at times commissioned them to go out. And in this scenario, he sends them to further assist Lazarus. And I'm telling you, there's a spirit of ministry that is being, imparting, being imparted into this church. I hunger uh, uh, for the lost and a hunger for the harvest and for Bible studies and home groups and to see the will of God done. And God is going to use you. Anointed words from God are going to flow out of your mouths. And when they flow out of your mouth, you're going to know it was the word of God. And you're going to know it was the spirit of God speaking through you. God is going to give you the words to say. He's going to give you the direction in order to help them. You're going to see the problem and you're going to know how to help them. It is you that's going to help walk them through the process of loosing them and letting them go. The enemy, I, I, I know that the devil does this to people. So many Christians struggle with, well, what if they ask a question and I don't know the answer? Let me tell you, that is the biggest, one of the biggest lies that Satan convinces his, God's people of. Let me tell you that you are powerful in the Holy Ghost. A spirit of ministry flows through you in such a powerful way that when they are filled with the Holy Ghost, when they are baptized in Jesus' name, they don't know where Genesis is apart from Revelation. They don't know where the, uh, the, the doctrinal teachings in the Word of God that we go. They, they know nothing really uh, of, in, uh, of significance. And so there's got to be somebody that's there that's willing to walk them through it. And I've, I, like I said, I've had multiple conversations. I was having a conversation with uh, uh, the young lady that was baptized this morning, Desiree. And she was telling me about a relationship she's already, uh, somebody has connected her with her already. And she's hungry for God. Uh, 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 and the Lord has been drawing her. And, and and because uh, there is somebody sensitive to that and wanting to connect, there is ministry that is already beginning to happen. Guess what that is? That's someone obeying the voice of God and saying, I'm going to loose you and I'm going to let you go. I'm going to tell you, Satan is so powerless. He is not as powerful as he bless himself to be. That when somebody is hungry for God, when a saint of God steps into their life and begins to minister to them and begins to take ownership of them and, and in fact says in so many words, not knowing what they're saying, I'm going to loose you and I'm going to let you go. I'm going to combat every lie that you've believed all of your life. It's so powerful to know that somebody could have 
believed a lie from hell every year of their life. But then a saint of God steps into their life and begins to speak the truth. And those lies begin to break in just a moment's time. That's how powerful the word of God is. That's how powerful the spirit of God is. Is Somebody could have been bound all their life by, by misunderstanding of the word of God. Or misunderstanding of Pentecost. Or a misunderstanding or a lie regarding the word of God or the moving of his spirit but you can begin to speak the truth of the word of God into their life and it's just like those people when Lazarus was raised from the dead they walked up to him and began to take those grave clothes off of him and as soon as his arms got free he could move it just took a moment he had been dead for four days and his body was stinking but they began to take those grave clothes off of him and all of a sudden he could move his hands and then all of a sudden he could move his feet and thankfully there was somebody there with a change of clothes okay to, to, to say okay let's get rid of the grave clothes and let's put on the, these clothes now let's let's change lifestyles right now but I tell you, so the, the, the work that can be done of breathing life into them, Jesus is the only one that can fill them with the Holy Ghost. Jesus is the only one that's going to cause somebody's life to ultimately be changed. But, but hear me, that God has placed us in this earth at this time to be ready that when somebody receives life into their spirit, there's somebody ready to there to, to, to begin to cast out devils, to begin to, to begin to see inner healing done in their, in their life, to begin to assist the process of them being changed forever we live in a very very godless society in this part of the country people know less about the bible than they do in the south people just don't people just don't know anything about the Bible here, which is, which is the, the best people to teach a Bible study to. Try teaching a Bible study to somebody that knows it already. Good luck. So the advantage of living in such a godless community or society here, this part of the country, is when you strike up a Bible study with somebody, you ain't got to fuss and fight with all the things they were taught when they were 8, 9, 10 years old. They ain't been taught nothing. They don't know nothing. It's, I, I spend more time right now in the past month answering questions than I have been teaching from the chart. Because of hunger. And those grave clothes are coming off one little piece at a time. All the preconceived ideas or notions that they had. All the questions, things they wondered about. Well, what about this? Well, what about that? And every time I get to answer a question, guess what I get to do? Mate, everybody will, will, will go at a different pace. But hear me, those grave clothes are going to come off. And there's going to be a changing of garments that happens in the lives of new believers. Hear me. That the devil wants to convince you that you are not effective and that is a lie from hell. The enemy wants to convince you that you can't help people. No, the word of the Lord tonight to this body is loose them and let them go. Their hands, their feet, their face. 
when the napkin came off of his face, they could see the smile on his face or maybe the disbelief. I don't know what exactly was on the face of Lazarus when the napkin came off of his face, but they got to see his face once one of the disciples got close to him and said, hey, let me take care of that for you. That's why I'm here. I know you can't help yourself right now. Somebody with the Holy Ghost, brand new in the Lord, is not going to be able to help themselves in every way that they need help. That's why we're here. Then over time, they will learn how to help themselves. But immediately, they need somebody to help. Okay, here's, here's what we do in this. Here's, and they're going to have lots of questions or maybe confusion. You're there to ease the confusion in their mind, to put them at ease. I'm going to stand up here and scream and act like, a, 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 like an idiot sometimes. But you, as the, as the church, are going to be saying, okay, this is what was happening. This is, this, is, this is why this was what was going on in the altar. This is why everybody was acting like this. This is why they were crying. This is why they were shouting. This is why they, their voice was raised. This is, why, this is what's going on right now. And your voice in their life is taking the those grave clothes off one piece at a time and they're getting loose from the life that they have that they have been in all their life which is which is a life believe it or not is a life of death wrapped in his grave clothes but there were some disciples that were there as he was bound hand and foot but there was somebody that would loose them, loose him, and let him go. There are people in this room, you've never cast out a devil in your life. Well, you're going to. Yeah, it's actually not that big of a deal. You have a lot more power and authority than you realize. And devils are a lot weaker than you realize. Yeah, you're going to loose them and you're going to let them go. You're going to do it. It's not going to be just a one-man show or two, two-person show in this church. But this is a body of believers that's going to be used by God. You've got to begin to, and I've, and I've been on this for a little while maybe, but we've got to get it in our spirit. I can be used by God. I, can, I, I have enough spiritual sensitivity to know when somebody may need a, a, a inner healing in their spirit from something that happened a while back. And you're going to walk them through it and there's going to be impartation and there's going to be ministry that happens from you to them. God's going to quicken your mind and quicken your spirit. You're going to have the words to say and you're going to move and you're going to flow in the, in the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Oh yeah, we better be ready because when, when, when people start receiving the Holy Ghost on a greater measure, there's got to be somebody there when they come to the door but they can't move. We can tell there's life there because God's done a work, but they don't know how to art. They don't know how to. They don't know how to. When there's a problem in their life, they don't know how to tell you. You gotta get the napkin off their face so they can talk to you. One of, one of the most frustrating parts in raising children is before they know how to communicate to you. You don't know what they want. And the same thing is true with new babes. They don't know how to communicate. They're going through something, but they don't know how to look at you in the face and say, "I'm fighting a battle right now. Would you please pray for me?" They don't, know how to, they don't know how to say that. But when you get the napkin off their face, when you work with them and you disciple them and you spend time with them, then they're going to learn how to communicate. Then they're going to be able to see that God has a future for them. They're going to see their place in the ministry. You're going to have to help them learn to hear the voice of God. 
Because they're going to come to you and say, I think God spoke to me this. And you'll have to very kindly, gently say, you know what? You, you are being very sensitive and that is amazing, but that wasn't the voice of God. That's okay. But don't feel bad about it. Because we need people in our life to help us know how to hear the voice of God. If somebody says, well, the Lord told me not to go to church today. Well, okay, you know, I'm, you know, I'm glad that you're being sensitive to the Holy Ghost. But, but God's voice never contradicts His Word. Okay? And when somebody is hungry for God and they're, and they're trying, they just need a little guidance and a little help. But when you get the napkin off of their face, they can then hear the voice of God. They learn how to hear. They, they, they can see what God wants to do. They have the ability to communicate. Learn how to pray. Then they get their arms free. And they get involved in the work of God. Then they get their feet free. And they begin to go to places they've never gone before. I'm going to tell you, God's going to use you to get the grave clothes off of them, to loose them, and to let them go. Let's stand to our feet tonight. Hallelujah. We are a church that is, we, I'm going to tell you what we are. We are 100% all in on end time harvest. It's either end time harvest to the max as God has promised it or it's bust. It's, there's no in between. There's no place that we're just going to say, well, we'll just exist and do church and have our little social club. And I believe and I hope and I hope and I believe that Every single one of us come to that same place where, God, we don't want to just do church, but I want to get all in on this. I want to be used of you in your kingdom the way that I need to be used, the way that you want to use me, the way that you can use me. I don't want to miss anything that God would do. I want us to come to the front tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Lord is going to use you. Just like these disciples were used when Lazarus came out of the grave, he's going to do the saving but you are going to loose them and you are going to let them go. We have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. It is not to twiddle our thumbs or sit and warm a chair for a little while and be quote unquote members of a church. He didn't call us to be church members. He called us to be a part of the body of Christ, a part of his kingdom with a mission and with a purpose. You're going to slip into people's lives. You're going to move in and you're going to absolutely have an agenda. You'll get to tell them a little while later. But God's going to move you into people's lives and they come into the church. God's going to connect you. God's going to hook you up. You're going to be linked up with them in the spirit. And God will have sent you to them to loose them and to let them go. They've never had anybody speak life-giving words into their spirit.
they never had anybody take the time to teach them and spoon feed them the word of God and tell them the stories of the Bible and how they apply to their everyday life that's why you're going to be there to loose them and to let them go. You're going to see them praying in the altar and you're going to learn, you're going to start teaching them how to pray and how to respond. And every time you do that, little bit by little bit, you're loosing them and you're letting them go. You're going to see that they need a breakthrough and they, they've come up against a wall in their, in, their, in their relationship with God and their pursuit of God. And you're going to help pray them through that wall. And every time you do it, you're loosing them and you're letting them go. You're getting, that, getting them that much closer uh, 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 to freedom. You're getting them that much closer to being released from everything from their past. The children of Israel came out of Egypt. They came through the Red Sea. And then just a few days while Moses was on the top of the mountain, they started doing things they shouldn't have been doing. And it took a process and a period of time to get them separated from Egypt they had already gone through the Red Sea they had gone through baptism the water had covered their past but God had to get their past out of them he had to get Egypt out of them and that's what God's going to use you to do he's going to use you to help get Egypt out of every new convert out of every new soul it's going to be a lot easier than the enemy wants to tell you it's going to be. But God is positioning you to be there. Let's lift our hands to the Lord right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We are going to be like these disciples here. We are going to be right there to loose them and to let them go. Lord, their hands and their feet are going to be bound. Their face is going to be covered. They're not going to know how to see, how to hear, how to pray, how to communicate. They're not going to know how to be involved in the kingdom. They're not going to know where to go. But Lord, in the name of Jesus, there is a loosening that is going to happen. There is a spirit of ministry that's going to flow out of every single individual under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus, to be involved in the harvest that is coming to this congregation. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. There's going to be a ministry of deliverance that flows out of this congregation. There's going to be a ministry of inner healing that flows through this congregation. There's going to be it be a ministry of faithfulness that flows and discipleship that flows through this congregation in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus would you pray in the Holy Ghost right now
you, would you join with somebody close to you right now? Hallelujah. Just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost with them. Hallelujah. In Jesus, the Lord is imparting some things into our spirit right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to loose them and let them go. We're going to loose them and let them go. We're going to loose them and let them go. That is our mission. That is our calling. That is our opportunity. That is why we are here as a church body to loose them and let them go. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
we could gather in just a little bit closer tonight hallelujah God has done a great work here in this place tonight I feel like much good has been done in the spirit hallelujah God is preparing us and equipping us for the harvest I want us one more time to lift our hands to the Lord all over the room right now lift our voice to him Lord right now Lord, I loose a special anointing in Jesus' name. Upon your people. Hallelujah, Lord. We're going to loose them and let them go. You're going to use us like we never imagined, like we never thought was possible. In the name of Jesus, God, you're going to do it, and you're going to get the glory and the credit for it. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you're going to use this congregation greatly. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Tuesday night, I'm going to continue to teach on spiritual warfare. It's going to be a powerful night. We're going to have a good move of the Holy Ghost. Praise God exciting things ahead. God is going to move very powerfully. Amen. God bless you tonight. You can be dismissed in Jesus' name.